This is Damien Petty, president of IATSE Local 212. Local 212 is a proud sponsor of the Alberta Filmmakers Podcast. We're also a sponsor of the Calgary International Film Festival Oscar Party on March 4th. I'd like to encourage members of the community to join us in celebrating the Oscars and supporting the Calgary Film Festival. Enjoy the podcast. Visit beautiful Banff, Alberta from March 9th to 11th for Story Summit 2018, presented by the Alberta Media Production Industries Association and Banff Centre for Arts and Creativity. Story Summit is the premier gathering for North American digital content creators, including filmmakers, producers, directors, camera operators, audio and editing professionals, writers, and actors. The summit will include keynote speakers, panel discussions, workshops crafted to sharpen both the technical and creative skills needed to stay relevant in the game, as well as invaluable opportunities to have one-on-one time to connect with presenters and industry insiders at tabletop lunches and other socials at this unique industry networking event. This year, the third annual summit focuses on story, technology, diversity, and inclusion in the ever-changing ecosystem of content and media and entertainment. Speakers include John Giegengack, who will look at trends that are leading the way in the media and entertainment industry, as well as a session with Melissa Mullen-Dupuy, 2017 Amnesty International's Ambassador of Conscience, and camera operators Stephen Campanelli, Clint Eastwood's cameraman of 25 years, who also worked on three billboards outside Emmy, Missouri, and uh, Gils Corbale, camera operator on The Shape of Water, which leads the way with 13 Oscar noms this year. We'll see you in Banff, Alberta this March. For more information and to register, visit storysummit.ca. was the old intro (coughs) (laughs) season one that's right yeah yeah uh (laughs) welcome to the alberta filmmakers podcast scott westby thanks matt welcome to you too uh thanks this is a podcast where we do uh screen-based industry stuff like uh, filmmaking and uh i said apps Apps last last week week. we're gonna add apps to the (laughs) the, uh yeah but we do you know short films uh digital industry stuff in alberta if it's moving and it's on a screen uh yeah then it should count screen-based industries Uh, how are you this week? I'm swell. I'm swell. Um, just kind of, yeah, getting back up to speed here in, uh, in beautiful Calgary, Alberta. It's yeah, uh, you, winter wonderland. It's been gross, man. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been not as bad since I've been here. That's but, true. Since you got back, uh, it's been fine. It's scorpion free, but not as warm. It's true. It's true. If you, if you go to live somewhere where it's really nice, then that's also where all the other creatures want to live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're not usually very friendly. <laughs> it's true. Uh, what happened to the movie league last week? I actually haven't even looked. What's, no. what's going on? I don't know. Black Panther is coming, has just come out, I guess, when yeah, people yeah. hear this. And right. they broke it up into four different days. So I, like, I did see that, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, which is yeah. super weird. That is weird. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Maybe because it's huh. a long weekend in the States, though. No, it is the uh, highest selling pre sale Marvel movie yeah. of all time, which is it's pretty incredible. impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, um, I'm, and early reviews are supposedly quite excellent. Fantastic, yeah. So the yeah. cast is incredible. It's, uh, I think it's going to be quite good. Looking forward to it. I am as well. Uh, and now that the weekend has passed, are you seeing it on the weekend? <laughs> no, I don't have any plans yeah. to. And I assume it's going to be impossible to get a ticket. At yeah, this point, so. I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, um, so we'll I'd see like it as to. soon as we can. Yeah. Uh, okay, Actra Alberta is on the move. Yes, moving They're, in with DGC Alberta. That's right. Uh, but in the same building, which is Center 70, just south of Chinook Center in Calgary, they're moving from the sixth to the eighth floor. Um, so that's kind of cool, uh, I guess. 
you know, happy f- moving furniture up a couple floors. Well, yeah, and you know when you when you move, sometimes you find old stuff that you didn't right. You didn't know, so maybe they'll find like some cool <gasps> posters, oh. or maybe some old boots. What which, are you talking about? <laughs> Fava is in search of old boots right now. Oh shit! Nice segue. It's our next news item. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Yeah. FavaFest is coming in April, and every year they hand out awards of excellence, including craft categories and production awards. And each recipient receives a cash award and a Fava boot for their mantle. So they're going to need some boots, and are they going to bronze them? Is that the idea? I don't think so. Oh, that'd be just boots, just leather boots. boots. That's that's pretty cool. I'm sure Actra can help with that in some way. They'll find boots there for sure. (laughs) That's you know in the boots closet that's gathering dust. Nobody ever opens the boots closet. Um, That should be illegal. And speaking of illegal, <laughs> there's a new law in Alberta. Uh, mm. Bill 17, which is the Fair and Family Friendly Workplaces Act, is now the law. You know how the word Segway yeah. <laughs> is also a device called a Segway? Oh, my God. It was like you were on a Segway making that Segway. Yeah, it was a little bit rocky. <laughs> no, it was good. Oh, okay. It was smooth and, and <laughs> I rolled right into it. Yeah. Um, so the CMPA put a list together uh, of kind of the things that you need to know as far as uh, how this affects us in the film industry. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, there's a, there's a link to it in the show notes. Um Basically, in my opinion, what it does is uh, it kind of gives, you know, it, it broadens the scope for um, leave that you can take from work. So they have right. like, um, you know, uh, let me see, like critical illness. Um, you used to not be able to take it or of an adult family member. Now you can take up to 16 weeks a year if you really need to. Um, parental leave has been increased. Long term illness and injury leave, uh, which didn't used to exist a maximum at least. Now you can take you know 16 weeks per year. Uh, compassionate care leave, bereavement leave. There's kind of new rules about that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of it seems like technical, like termination used to have to, you used to have to give a three month probationary period. Now it's like a 90 day probationary period. Mm. So it's like, it's like, yeah, a little kind of stuff like that. Mm. But uh, it's worth checking out if you're a producer or an employer uh, in this industry. Um, and again, you can find the link in the show notes. We just had a wonderful conversation with Carly McTavish. We really did. And um, she's uh, like a jack of all trades on on crack. Right. I can say that because there's a crack musical that she talks about. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. But, yeah. you know, we didn't talk about some of her, the highlights. So just as, as a part of the intro here, she, you know, she graduated from State's Film and Video Program. She's a writer, director, producer, AD. She works in the art department. She's done over 140 short films and music videos. I believe it. Insane. I believe it. Yeah. And you'll find out why in the conversation. She also just recently won uh, an Ampia Rosie Award uh, for her work on The Hundy with Seth Williams. Let's do it. Let's 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 get it started. Sounds Here's good. Carly. Roland. Welcome. This has been a long time coming because um, Late Night of the Plaza is taking the world by storm. <laughs> what is that all about? What is Late Night of the Plaza? You laugh, but I kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's such a cool idea. Get nice and close to the mic. So it's a late night variety talk show. Mm-hmm. And we made it to promote Calgary arts and culture. Okay. So we that's do. the that's the mandate, just arts and arts and culture in general, because yeah. I've noticed it's very like there's like, I don't know, like Matt Palmer was on one time. And he's a mm-hmm. locations guy. I think that's so cool. And but then there's also bands playing and I'm so I mean, I'm, I'm trying to put it in a box and it obviously doesn't want to be and it shouldn't be. So I think that's great. It's just a general arts and culture. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard to kind of explain. Yeah, yeah. Like you kind of have to go and see it. Right. We have like anything we have. We had a, did a Jurassic Park episode and had a paleontologist on. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so it's novelists, painters. I want to hear more about the Jurassic Park yeah, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what else happened to the One Jurassic? of my favorites. Yeah. So we had these dancers on from Ember Dance Company. Okay. And they learned uh, this ballet performance to the soundtrack. Oh, wow. And we had a... Uh, 
So they would like dance like dancing as the movie was going, I think. Like or, as yeah. the soundtrack was right. going. Oh, okay. The it score. Like so like yeah. who choreographed that? Yeah. That's, that's uh, awesome. Karina Teresa. You know what? That's probably not how to say that's it. Okay. That's okay. Don't oh, we, we botch every <laughs> single name we ever say. That's true, yeah. Um so why why though does it exist? Well and then like what was the impetus? Where did it come from? Me and my friends were making movies at the bar that I worked at. So I would get everyone really drunk every Sunday and then turn on the lights and make everyone act in a skit. Oh, cool. So naturally I got fired and <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, the, the new owner, they got new owners and they came in and they didn't like it. So we were sitting around, what do we do? How do we keep doing this? Cause it's so much fun. And I was working at the plaza at the time with oh, okay. Logan Cameron and he's like, I just watched Jimmy Fallon for like 12 hours in a row last night. And then we were like, Oh my God, let's do a talk show. Let's do it here. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's such a no brainer, especially at at that. Like if you haven't been to the plaza, there's a stage. It's got a stage. Like it's, I don't know if it was, it must've been a theater at some point as well. Right. Or both. (laughs) I don't know, but it's so, it's just, yeah, such a perfect spot for But Who hosts the show? I'm still trying to get Logan, Logan hosts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And Kyle, our other friend, it was the three of us who kind of started it. He's the co-host. Okay. So he walked in that day. He's like super hungover, and we're like, Kyle, we're doing a talk show. He's like, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, the, the next week at midnight, we just did it and didn't really tell anyone about it. Just went for it. And the guests were the guest. Wait, you didn't tell anybody about it that you're having <laughs> Okay. No, All right. we just did it and okay, left the doors cool. unlocked. Sweet, sweet. And there and was just invited your friends and put no, on social media. Or? Not even, not even that. Okay. Wow. Yeah, right. we just, we just. If tested anybody wanders in, just <laughs> just yeah. enjoy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and there was the girl who was the guest. Her name was Sally Chachit. She's an actress. Okay. And she came with a guy, and then there was a homeless guy sleeping in the corner, and that oh, really? was our first audience. Nice. Yeah. Uh, three people. Yeah. It's bigger than our first audience That's for podcasting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. Two people. I don't know if I even listened to both it. our moms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what has it become now? What has it evolved into? So now, uh, we have, we start at nine and the owner actually knows about it now. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So we, rent, <laughs> we rent the theater the whole day and do different themes. And so for example, this week is nostalgia episode. So we have a band on and, um, they're called Sincere and the late nights. And then we have break dancers coming on. And how do you organize it all? There's so much, there's so many different yeah, things. It seems like such a big yeah, thing. To, there's a, it's a lot. It's is just it kind part of, of your job there now, or is it still kind of a hobby thing on the side? Just or? a, just a hobby yeah. thing. But hopefully you sell tickets and you, you oh, know, yeah. make some yeah. money for we, your time. We, yeah. we make money, but right. then we're like, let's go like yesterday, let's go spend $500 on X-Men costumes. <laughs> Right, of course. Right. And like, yeah. we, we just get bigger ideas. Let's right, run right. to party bus. Nice, let's do nice. fireworks. Wow. Let's. But it's, but it's sustaining, obviously. Hopefully, hopefully nobody's going broke doing this. It's yeah. like, you've got an audience and you're able to do this wacky stuff. That's great. That's really cool. And so rare that people get to do that. Like that, you know, that you've found a little niche there that at least sustains itself, mm-hmm. which, which is something we talk about a lot on the show, right? Is like, how do we pursue these passions without going broke or without going into a ton of debt or something. So that's really cool. Um, how, like how, like I, again, I'm looking for more utility. Like, like how do you, does it cost you anything to rent it? Maybe we shouldn't talk about this. So I don't know, but, uh, but, but because you work there, is that, it's kind of a deal where you get to use it or what? Yeah, we get, we get a deal. Right. We do have to pay for it though. Okay. Um, and then we get a Calgary show services sponsors us. Okay. So we get really cheap rental from them. What's Calgary show services. It's, um, it's a, like a, 
sound equipment oh, rental okay. place okay. and they are cool. so awesome cool. Cool. and one of their guys is our sound tech awesome and then i work at the palace theater so my boss fred comes down and he hooked us uh, up with yes, the whole fred, lighting system yeah we know oh, fred nice. that's right yeah. Yeah. he's a tech god yeah yeah, yeah he is oh my yeah. gosh he's yeah. like the doctor who of calgary <laughs> totally totally yeah yeah he's like taught me everything i know nice yeah. cool uh-huh uh so what you work at the palace and the plaza. The plaza? Wow. Yeah. You, you work at fancy sounding places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are two sweet jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of different jobs, right? Mm-hmm. The two of them. Yeah. yeah. If, like they're both theaters, but what do you, what do you do at the palace? Just whatever, like. Right. Okay. Some days I'll be setting up lights. Sometimes, sometimes I'll be building extension cords, like handing off the mic to people. Right. Videotaping okay. concerts. Just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. Needs to get all over. Okay. Cool. Were you there for a little dicky? I was. I missed him. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I, I drove to Utah to see him and I missed oh him no. in Calgary. <laughs> I actually got uh, really drunk and was like, I'm going to climb up in the roof and go into the green room because the buildings is old. Yeah. Like it's so cool. There's so many nooks. And then, and my boss was like, ca- no. uh, caught me right as I was about to oh, go no. up. And he's like, don't you do that. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, what, so you do all this and you also are running this kind of, filmmaking career. Yeah. Yeah. So I do like commercials and art department on indies. And as you know, yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Uh, But the, uh, where did that, where did that, this all come from? Like, where did this love for the arts and and film come from? Where did it all start? Uh, I was about 12 years old. Um, when I first really got into it, I was watching family videos and, uh, wanted to make them entertaining and, so we got a digital camera and I used to make my friends act in one minute little skits. So you've been directing since you were 12. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking about the bar stuff too. Yeah. Uh, so, so you got a camera as a kid. Yeah. And then what happened? Oh yeah. I just, it was, it was all, it's always been like comedy, like short comedy. So we'd go out camping and I'd be like, okay guys, let's make a horror movie. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's yeah. do this. And with my friends, okay, let's do a, High school drama. Okay, let's do a whatever, like just anything what, what funny year that was would this? happen. Can we, can we, when I was 12? Yeah. Oh man. Cause uh, when I was doing this with, with like a handy cam as a kid, there was no way to edit it. Like there was really was like no tape to tape editing. Yeah. Right? Like unless you broke out the VCR right? and you somehow like, and you, you can, you can like tape pause, over, pause yeah, not stop. <laughs> I should really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I should really know what this is called. There's a, it's analog editing to yeah, tape to tape. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, so my digital stuff, it would just be one take. So or you would whatever. Like in camera editing. Yeah. Right. And then I got one of those cameras that has the mini DVRs. Okay. Yeah. But you have to shoot it in sequence. Right. Right. So that's how I would do it. I would just cool. shoot. Wow. Each t- shot was <laughs> what's next. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That was kind of how I came up doing it too. Yeah. Yeah. Mini DV tape. And then my camera had a, had a cool function where you could kind of like back it up a couple frames before you started rolling again. So because <laughs> whenever you stop. The, the head keeps spinning and you lose a little bit of time between right, shots, right. right? So, yeah, you kind of hack it around that. That's cool. Yeah. And mine had transitions in it. So oh, yours is oh, wow, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's <laughs> awesome. So did it record to a tape or did our memory uh, inside? A little DVR, like... Mini um, DVR. Oh, like a disc thing. Yeah. Oh, oh the, like the... Cool. Oh, yeah. Mini Those discs. were around for a, for a minute, yeah, and I totally missed it. Oh, but that's cool. They suck, though, because, <laughs> like... Well, because now I can't... I can't... Get them on to how you yeah, watch how do you, that what's stuff. The, yeah. How do you play it? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got the, the, this movie that I made when I was 18 on this mini DV camera. I've got these tapes and the movie's on there. I just, 
Yeah, there's like, yeah. It's, it's not tough. I'm just lazy, but oh, I thought it was gone forever. No, I still got it on the tapes. I you lost the original. Cut I lost the DVD. Oh, yeah, okay, when my okay. laptop was stolen oh. uh, a year ago today. No, oh, yeah. Well, when you were Pretty, in Berlin, yeah, yeah, a year ago, a couple days ago, anyway. Shoot. Yeah, so I had the DVD on there. I was like, finally, after ten years, gonna put it up on Dropbox and share it with everyone who will make it. And then my, I had it on my laptop. All I needed was internet to get it onto Dropbox. And then the whole laptop got stolen. So. Oh. That was the thing that I that's I see. Well, I'm sorry to, but I thought this was gone forever. No, no, I still got the do tapes. a new cut. I still the, got the, the Redux tape. version. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got I put the final cut on the tapes originally. Right. Oh, okay. So, oh, I just so it's to, cut. I just got to pull it off the tapes. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I thought yeah. it was gone forever. No, that's no, no, no. It's just now it's just more work, and it already mm. took me ten years of procrastinating. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So I really anyway. feel that. Yeah, I really do want to see this thing. Yeah, well, let's one day maybe at the plaza. Is it a feature? It's a feature. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a fantasy crazy. feature uh, that I made with my buddies in the woods uh, after high school. And was it in camera editing too? Or was no, it? No, it no. No, you cut I, it. I, I had learned Premiere uh, okay. at the time, okay. so I cut it on Premiere. Sweet. Yeah, there's like there's like elves and like digital arrows and, and uh, music and yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a real movie. It's not, it's terrible. It's, it's 18, technically a feature though. It's technically a feature. It's 90 minutes or 89 or something like that. So Sweet. I need to see it. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't about me. <laughs> Um, so, so, uh, how did, what happened after that gap? So you're making, you know, one minute skits with your friends and then what happened? You went, you, uh, I went to Europe for a bit and, uh, lived over there and worked over there and, where? Um, wait, 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 all what, over. What, did I miss, I missed, you were 12 last time I checked oh, in here. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, we're, we're, you, you jumped ahead, well, but so, what did yeah. you do for like high school? Was there anything like arts focused that you were? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was still, I was still filming everything all the time when we had a really good video arts program, actually, oh, cool. awesome. like looking back, we all That's had cool. big yes. Mac desktops oh, and great. stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, Burt church in Airdrie. Okay. Oh, okay. So I got the scholarship for video arts when I graduated. Oh, awesome. Airdrie's kind of got a strong little video community. Yeah, actually. they do. Yeah. So that's great. And then, and then went to Europe. Yeah. And then came back and went to Sate Cause I know you went to Sate. No, I no? took uh well, I took a few years just to hang. Cause I didn't know if I wanted to go to school for arts. Okay. Like there was this vivid memory of my neighbor sitting on her doorstep crying. Oh. And she said, don't go to school for the arts. Oh it my doesn't. God, for real? That was yeah. all she said? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how you, how did you fight that? That's like, that sounds dark. Terrifying. That sounds like some I love that story. So it's so, it's like such a random exorcist. Story. Moment of yeah. Wonderful. Huh. So I sat on but it for anyway. a bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then my friends were like, go to school, we'll pay for it. And I said, okay, I'm going for film. Then they're like, fine. Was she an artist or was she just like sad you were thinking about it? No, she, she didn't even know that I... <laughs> oh, it's just random. <laughs> I think she must have got oh, back from... She must have just had some really had bad job. news. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Had really had wow. trouble getting a job or something. Yeah. yeah. What um, did you do in Europe? Where did you live and stuff? Uh, I backpacked for about nine months okay. and then I lived in Ireland for nine oh, months. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. It was great. What were you doing there? Just, just, just living. living. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my best friend went and worked in a castle... What? And I filmed the whole thing That's naturally. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. It's great. A real castle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was we don't have, we're not going back to your movies. We don't have castles. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you know how much I wish we had a yeah. castle here? That'd yeah. be great yeah. for your movie. <laughs> <laughs> real movie. What was it called? It's called Crimson Tears. Crimson Tears, right? Yeah, which is like blood drops. Uh-huh. Crimson Teenage. Peak. Have you seen Crimson Peak? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, Crimson Tide. Yeah, I was, was let down by that, actually. Yeah, oh, me too. I love Guillermo, but that was mm-hmm. a real disappointing. I was super excited for the trailer. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, like the period piece and the costumes and the look. It, it yeah. all looked amazing, but it was not so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so when did Sate happen? 
Um, that was about two years ago and, uh, it was great like for meeting all the people and yeah. I'm still in touch with quite a few of them cool. and we hang cool. out and they're just super awesome, talented, creative, fun yep. group yeah, of you people. Yeah, had a good year for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. We all got along great. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good group of uh, students that year. Not as good as our year. No, uh, still no. Still no. <laughs> what, um, how'd you like say, what did you, what did you feel you got out of it the most and, and how did it go? Meeting the people was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all you have to say, oh, all right. Well, I was, I don't know, like I, I don't want to bash it. No, of course, of course. It's, it's not perfect. And it's, and, and it is, we've always said you don't need to go to film school. Yeah. We loved Sate, but it doesn't mean everybody loves Sate. Um, and yeah, we don't have to get specific, but it's not going to be great for everybody. Of course, you know, you take, you, that's a risk you take with any post-secondary institution. The key is to give yourself some self-guided learning, make sure you're getting into things outside of school that you're really passionate about and, and maybe bringing them back to school. And, but anyway, like uh, it was good to learn the set etiquette because right. I would have probably went in blind with that right. and been mm-hmm. talking to my phone and yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. blowing yeah. bubbles or whatever. <laughs> but the, what I was disappointed in is all the equipment that's there, mm-hmm. the limited access that you have to it. Oh. Like I never even got to touch one of the editing suites. Really? Because I went in PD, like right. the producer stream. Yeah. It was like, I like, huh. Yeah. I feel like that's changed now that they've adjusted the curriculum where right. it's a bit more general. That. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Specializing. I mean, it was, it had a lot of benefits and it had some downsides too. Um, and that was definitely one of them. Like, yeah, we didn't learn to edit at all either except no. for the first year. But. but but I have to say that like I, I always talk about how ignorant I was when I was a student. Like for example, you can you can take anyone out for coffee in this industry. Like there's nobody so big that they're like, oh no, I I run the world and Heartland. Uh, you can't talk to me. Uh, everyone will will meet. So I I think I limited myself thinking like, oh I I'm not allowed to do certain things. But if you if you push for something, you can you can make it happen, right? Um. So yeah, that's. Right. That's my point. I, I had a coffee with somebody uh, when you were gone in Nicaragua. Oh yeah. And uh, I told him the same thing. I was like, just reach out to anybody, man. Like, like mm-hmm. we're sitting down for coffee. And anybody else, I guarantee you, sit down with you. And he said, no, it doesn't happen. What do you mean? No. Yeah. He said he's reached out to. He was looking specifically for editing work, and mm-hmm. he was just he just wanted to talk. And he said he reached out to like ten or fifteen other companies, and we were the only people who got back to him. Oh my Even God. got back to him. Really? So That's I'm not. Uh, yeah. I you and I have kind of been spouting that wisdom for a long time that like yeah. anybody will sit down for coffee with you. I don't know if it's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah, I think maybe I you just got to catch like, him at the right time. Yeah. But I guess I'm thinking of like like Jason Filiatro. Yeah, he's got a movie in theaters right now with um, Middleditch, Thomas Middleditch. In, like that's and he'll he'll take a yeah. coffee with anybody. Yeah. Like uh, Grant Harvey in Toronto doesn't live here anymore, but directed Orphan Black. He he will sit down with you if you you know maybe it's hard to like make it. Happen. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but you know give it time. And yeah, then, yeah, bug a little bit. And there, yeah. So I, I'm just thinking of like the biggest names in our community are not feeling like they're they're so i think there are people who are who are more interested in money yeah i would agree. like i'm just i'm just trying to make money dude i'm not trying to help other people out i'm so that's not really filmmaking in my mind but <laughs> you're allowed to make money but you can help each other too um so you graduated say with a diploma and that was cool yeah yeah okay <laughs> right and then uh but you made something pretty pretty great at say right you made a couple of cool projects yeah um I made Captain, oh, Captain, my Captain music video for the oh, Static sweet. Shift. And they actually, like, I've been friends with them for quite a bit. I met them at the Palace Theater. They played at the Plaza. I right. made a documentary about them. Cool. 
uh, two music videos and then they were just on the launch on uh, CTV oh, right oh, wow. and like their song hit number one on iTunes Holy and shit. they're blowing up and wow. yeah, they're like Fantastic. 19. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Super, super you. awesome. Super talented young people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you got your big break on a movie called In Plain View. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That no one has seen yet. How, how, how did that even happen? I mean, I, you were just there on set one day. I don't know yeah, how. Totally. <laughs> you came in, you're like, oh, where's the art person? I need to look at the purses. And I was like, where? <laughs> how, did, how did that come to be? I still don't know. How, how did you get that gig? Well, so I worked on Stillborn. Right. Okay. I volunteered as a PA. Okay. And um, kind of walked around. You need help? You need help? Right. And the first person was Mike Casper. And cool. he said, yeah, can you go do this? And then we kind of, we just like. Yeah, because you two were the dream team on, on our movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we yeah. just like, we're best friends. Cool. Um, so I've worked on with him pretty much whenever he gets a job, I'll be like, get me in there. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Yeah, but I actually just, when right before he called me about In Plain View, Sarah Corey called me and said, do you want to work on Global Meltdown with mm. me? Oh, so we snapped you up. Oh, boy. Well, for that, just for that first part. And then oh. I had to leave to Global Meltdown at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. Like you were kind of in and out in somewhere, and out. right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I guess why we had to rely on our <clears throat> students after that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the real big break was stillborn. Obviously, because that movie's <laughs> that movie's doing great right yeah, now, it's right? Doing it's awesome. on iTunes, and mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, congrats to them, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> my friend texted me last night. I'm watching that horror movie. That's awesome. Yeah, I need. I still need to see it. Um. So so, what's been going on since? And 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 I know you've got your own projects going on too. So so, tell us about that. Um. So. I've been, I'm trying to get in the DGC. Okay. So I take day calls as much as I can. Right. And then I've been working on commercials for like. Oreos and um, the Olympics. We just did one and those are awesome. It's in and out quick and dirty, good pay. Yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy. Don't take it home with you and we're stressed about it. Uh, That's with John McClain and uh, Les Frazier. And they're awesome. The John McClain. No, no, never. From Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, we did Cyborgs for Story Hive and I produced that. Right. And that was really cool. Right, right. It's exciting. Tell us more about that. Don't just gloss over that. Although we did a whole episode uh, on Cyborgs, but but what was it like to produce that? And 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 how did you get the Story Hive? The, the, you know, one of the first hundred K Story Hive recipients. Uh, well, it was all it was all the boys like Dave, Nick, and Brayden. They did the first uh, pilot episode with one of the ten K mm-hmm. Story Hives. Okay. So Story Hive kind of looked at those to yeah. take from. Sure. Um, and the pitch looked awesome and it's it's just a really fun story and it's super funny and it's family friendly and mm. but it's still funny enough for adults so i think like it has a right a big target yeah. and um yeah it's it's gonna be pretty funny i think like there was a lot of takes where it was like i i we, there was just big news with kung fury that's right. Which, yeah. which suburbs reminds me of quite a bit it's got right. that 80s aesthetic that 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 kung vhs Metro, tape yeah. kind of um, they're doing a feature film version and who, who's got Michael the fast, my fast banner. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's, it's a cool, uh, sub sub genre to, to get into. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. And what about Abercadavers, which also had a short first, right? Yeah. And I didn't work on either of the original oh, okay. pilots, but I've went to school with Morgan and we've done some stuff together and he's awesome. Um, and the script is pretty funny. He's really like quirky. He's kind of like Wes Anderson-y. Right. Um, and him and Joe Wright are doing it together and 
The Joe Wright? The Joe Wright. Wow. I don't know who's And the- John McClane? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My God, I didn't know they all lived in Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we just sat down and did our schedule. And it's going to be, it's actually very interesting for doing eight hour days. Oh, oh, awesome. That's great. Yeah. For like six weeks. Wow. And it's oh, in shit. the summer, which is cool. Great. great. And we're going, we're traveling around. So we're going, we're filming in motels. It's about a road trip. Sort right. of. So awesome. we're putting up the whole crew in motels and Sweet. we're going to BC and wow. Nice. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Road mm-hmm. movie. I want to do a road movie. Yeah, me too. That'd be Got great. Dance movie. <laughs> summer. Summer is key though. You can't, yeah, you oh, yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, of course. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Eight hour days too. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't is know. it because you have to travel? You have to day. drive every night? Is that the, um, it's because it would just be nice to shoot that. It way. would just be nice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we should put a contingency for probably 10 hours a day. Right. Just to be realistic. Yeah. But I don't know. Like the, the thing is it's mostly exteriors and that don't need a ton of lighting or else it's, we're renting out a warehouse for like in studio indoor stuff, yeah. which is from what I learned from cyborgs pretty nice too cool, so like cool. nothing's crazy nice so we might just pull it off <laughs> i'm sure you will i'm sure you will yeah it looks very cool like the the abracadavers i think is maybe one of the better um packaged projects that i've seen like it looks really i don't know who's doing the graphic design and the the, but the posters everything looks really really clean and modern and but also kind of um aged in that wes anderson way a little bit which yeah. is cool yeah morgan's genius yeah cool. he's great Hey, everybody, just a quick break here uh, to let you know about the Calgary Film Center. Uh, It's a world-class screen-based production facility, suitably equipped and serviced so you can execute your next project with ease. With 50,000 square feet of purpose-built sound stages and 25,000 square feet of multi-purpose warehouse and workshop spaces, the uh, anchor tenant at, at the Film Center as well is William F. White's, and they're Canada's oldest and largest provider of professional motion picture television digital media and theatrical production equipment. They're right on site there while you're shooting. It's pretty Just great. Just walk over and grab a seat. Oh, that's right. Hi, Scott. <laughs> and at the Calgary Film Center, they aim to deliver production support for local, national, and international screen industry projects in a purpose-built venue designed to service individual client needs. And as well, at the Calgary Film Center, they deliver programs to engage and support innovation and excellence in the film and television industry. You know, they're up to a lot of really cool things. And if you're not on their newsletter, that you may find out about it too late. So I really highly recommend you go to calgaryfilmcenter.com because they are reaching out to the local community with, with these kinds of programs and support, and you, you need to know about it. So sign up, and now back to our chat with Carly McTavish. So what about you as a writer? So my writing style is um on a napkin okay and it's just beat outlines and then i work with like for late night stuff anyway oh okay i do other i'll, I'll write uh, like ham hands yeah that's what i mean oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but for late night stuff it's all i have it's me and then six improv comedian actors pretty right, much right so we just shoot until we all laugh hard enough cool and it <laughs> turns into something oh what if this happens and it's so crazy right. that it's Let's do that. Nice. And like nothing's taboo. It'll be like, then how would he falls off the roof onto a helicopter? Like, okay, great. <laughs> and, and then I'll just take a clip art helicopter and oh, oh, yeah, make yeah, them yeah, small. Yeah. Like it's just whatever. Our totally. audience is super forgiving. And yeah. they kind of, when you come to the show and you know the people on it, it's easier to get into it. 
Right. Of course. Because you're like, oh, I know them. Yeah. It's kind of like a family, a home video. Yeah, sort for of. sure. For sure. So we get away with murder. But you, but you do it like you do every, like we should talk more about it because you did like, there's a, there was an award show and there's kind of like a film festival. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Depending on the day. Totally. We didn't even talk about the crack musical. Yeah. Which, what was that all about? <laughs> so it started off with Logan dying. And okay. he was laying on a bed. Like as the host? So it's like yeah. part of the, the yeah. late night narrative? Okay, gotcha. And everyone was around him, oh no, singing a song that Logan wrote. And then his body flew up out of his body onto the screen and started rapping. Oh, okay. And then he came back in, it zoomed back into him. He's like, oh, I'm back alive. Oh, amazing. <laughs> um, it's a miracle. Do you want to hear how it happened? And then he throws off the sheet and he has a drum kit and then a bassist and banjo player. And, <laughs> Holy shit. And he came and we made a music video in the background that he sang to. Oh, my God. Unreal. And it like, it was just on time because it's like, I said, where to? I said, oh, downtown. Yeah. And like, oh, the, so you're into oh, okay, it linked okay. up miraculously wow, amazing. yeah and then we and then we did a, some other music videos and had a mega band and why is it a crack about musical crack. what is it <laughs> it was uh based off this one rap that logan wrote called crack odyssey okay about a true story when he picked this guy up who was like hey man i need a ride it's an emergency so he took him and turned out it was a crack deal and then oh no the guys say you better smoke this so we know you're not a cop what <laughs> For real? Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's based off a true story of that, and then we made a whole episode about it. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And then this episode coming up, we did uh, an intro video for, it's like, 90s nostalgia theme. So we did an intro video, the host of Late Night at the Plaza Air, as a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air parody. Oh, amazing. (laughs) And then we did um, Don't You Put It In Your Mouth Mm -hmm. commercial, but with Tide Pods. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. And we used, um, there's a guy... Peter, who did Slug Brothers, and it's it was a story hive. Okay, and he had brought in these really cool, intricate slug puppets that were eating the Tide Pods. <laughs> the tide pods. All right. Yeah, oh, sweet. And then we're doing an X Men '90s parody, right? Out at my friend's mansion, and okay. it's where Professor X just p- already passed away, and they're just kind of trying to get the will, and <laughs> 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 so we just went and bought. We spent four hundred dollars at Dawn's on. Blue makeup and right. Oh my god! And Kalela's Kalela Dockerson. Dirksen. Dirksen. Yeah. Is that how to say it? Yeah, yeah. Dirksen. She's been yeah. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. She's coming down to do oh, makeup sweet. for us. That's at awesome. Nightcrawler you had to and pick Mystique. Mystique of all <laughs> of all things you could have chosen. <laughs> <laughs> and like blue Mystique, not yeah, like Mystique yeah. as. Oh, I assumed <laughs> yeah. it was Beast. <laughs> Is that? We were gonna do that too, oh, okay. but. Yeah. Nightcrawler, we got the oh Nightcrawler. That's we got it. the okay. right. I was like, who's blue eyes. in X Mystique? I was like, wait, there's like eight blue characters. Yeah. Okay, that's better. And then we're doing a word on the street, which is a segment that we have with Raúl Manriquez, who was on Big Brother, and okay. we go around and ask people questions. And we're doing a cash cab version. Okay. So we're decking out this van to have lights all in it, and we're gonna pick up people and give them '90s trivia. Oh and if God. they get it wrong, we kick them out. <laughs> wherever we While you're moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we're doing um, House Hobo for House Hippo. Do you remember that House Hippo commercial? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the like all the, the little mini House Hippo. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But we're doing it with a hobo right. who's scurrying around the house, like <laughs> fighting cats and. <laughs> This is great. Pulling apart cigarettes. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Unreal. So where can people see all this stuff? Because do you ever, like, I know you tape them, right? Yeah. Do you ever live stream them? No, mm-hmm. we've, um, we don't have the technology quite yet. Yeah. And I don't know We're if the internet there. at the plaza is all that great. 
probably it could be a, a challenge. See, like it's a challenge at most venues to to get fast enough internet to to do it. But um, you should. But is there anywhere where where you, we can see the episodes? Uh, when I get around to it, <laughs> I'll edit them and then post mainly just the performances. But it's been a long time since I've posted full episodes because right, it's right. like hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How long yeah. are they? Uh, hour and a half. Yeah. So yeah, but 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 the pieces like the sketches and the yeah the the videos that we all put on Vimeo okay. because I use copyrighted music so they oh. get taken out from YouTube. Right. I can't help it. Vimeo's supposed to do that too, but they haven't been. No. That's good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like our word our we do some stuff that's completely. Like word on the streets are all copyright free, so we post that kind of stuff on cool, YouTube. Cool. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, Kristen Muncy's coming on board to edit for us, and oh, Zoe awesome. Sherman has done some editing. So great, great. we're gonna try to get the episodes out faster because it's generally just me doing all of right. the editing and organizing and marketing and all that stuff. All that, all that, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, Do you guys ever take on obsessed. practicum students? Um, well, we just got, um, we just got a couple new volunteers to do camera and tech and everything else. We have about 30 volunteers. Yeah. It's maybe a big, 50, wow. What? If we really need like, like how many, do you, how many people work the show in a night? Um, oh man. Okay. So, uh, sim. 16 minimum. 16. Uh, holy shit. 20, 20. 20? Because, yeah, well, well, how, how many cameras are you rolling on? Three. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, and we have two sound techs, lighting tech, spotlight people, door people, bartenders, and then the main stage people. Right, right. Of course. Cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. Very cool. How, like, mm-hmm. and, and what's the audience like? I, I, I was there one night, not for the whole night, I feel like an asshole, but um, uh, it was a packed, it was a pretty packed house. Like, there was a lot of people there. Was that the film feast night? Yeah. 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 It's, it, it gets full. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's almost like they yeah. can sense when I'm excited about an episode, mm-hmm. people come. Right. When, if there's been a couple where I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, they know. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> like 50 yeah. people will come and right, be right. like, oh. <laughs> so 50 people is like not a great turnout. Yeah. Holy shit. That's a lot. That's it's not, but, yeah. but, but yeah, I see what you mean. Like 50 people in that room looks fairly sparse. There's a lot of empty yeah. chairs, right? 370. Wow. Okay. How, uh, how are you getting the word out about it? Just Facebook. Facebook. Um, we print posters, but not until like we printed them last night. And the show was right. on Wednesday, <laughs> and we just right. put them around the theater. Right. Um, <laughs> like we always have meetings. Okay, let's get posters out. Okay, let's do. Um, yeah, this would be great. Let's let's let's, let's, let's and, then, yeah, and then but marketing is right back here for <laughs> for most of us. Fair enough. But um, it, it's fine. Like it turns out, I think, I think our best thing is when we have a really good show, the next show. Yeah. Yeah. People tell. Right. People. Of course. Yeah. 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 Cause build. word of mouth is better than. Of course. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Build the momentum. Yeah. It's cool. It's so, it's so everything. Like it's so, like, I, like, like I'm, like I said, I'm trying to like, it. it's not the traditional late night show. There's a band and then there's, there's the talking, but, but it's like way more than that. Yeah. We it's do news cool. and sports too. Oh, and, cool. This like the show, uh, Kyle, the co-host, is being um, oh, oven mitts prime. So he's a transforming. He he came down and oh, accidentally scanned an oven. <laughs> so he's I like, "This will oven." Okay, I'll make you some muffins. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's awesome. There's no rules, and there's no like. No it's kind of like um, 
And it's kind of like like there's you can, you're free to experiment with whatever. Like I'm sure there's some weird stuff that doesn't work out well, mm-hmm. as well all the time, and that's okay. That's like it reminds me of like Andy Warhol or something like just well, artists experiment. Yeah, and it's so great to have that feedback of having an audience watch it all the time. Right? Yeah. Is it? It's not every week, is it? Uh, it, you, it started off every week, right? And then we went to every two weeks, okay. And now it's kind of just scattered, right? Whenever you want, which yeah. is even better. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um. So, but yeah, you should take on practicum students. Well, it's like if you're, I almost if don't even know where to put them now. Yeah, fair enough. Because yeah. we have so many people that are. Can I help? Can I help? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. right, fair enough. Like I just got on, pretty much two other filmmakers tell me, which is new and amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Switek has been helping us a lot lately with camera work, and that is where I falter. Like okay. I'm just like handheld auto. Right. It looks good. Sweet. And he's like, okay, I got these two nice cameras. Let's put up a bounce here. Let's do this. Let's oh, he's lighting and stuff. Too. Yeah. And wow. he has all the equipment yeah. and he has steady cams. Oh, and, cool. Oh, it's great. That's awesome. It looks so much better. Huh. <laughs> and then another guy, Max Kruak came on. We showed one of his 48 hour film challenges. Okay. And then since then he's like, oh, how about I make this? Okay. Let's show this one. So now he pretty much makes the skit every show as well. Oh, cool. Wow. That's awesome. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how did you how did you do this? How did you become how did you get so busy, you know, pretty fresh out of state still? Like it's been what two years now since you graduated? Yeah, we actually started before I went right. to school. Oh, okay. Okay. Um it was it started from the the movie making at the bar. It was right. just like every week, no matter yeah. what, let's make one. No matter what. Right. And so it's kind of been that um pro- thought process. Okay. Yeah. Let's get this done no matter what. And we did them every week. Right. And we did the same stuff. So every, and I was going to school full time working and it would be like, Kate, let's get together and film and edit and print it. Cool. And it's like, it's kind of the, the, uh, something that I've always noticed is people just kind of sit on ideas and then think about it and then stress about it and then worry. And then once you think about something for too long, you're worried that it won't be good and then you are afraid. So it's just like, Hey, let's just shoot it. And it has always kind of turned out. I mean, it's, it's such a great point. I think, I think that's a challenge we all have as artists. I I remember back when I was living in Edmonton, there was somebody who was working on a, a workshop that, uh, that was for novelists. And really there are a lot of people who want to be novelists, much like filmmakers who have an idea and want to get it done and maybe take a workshop and, but, but never actually do it. And so this workshop was all about like, you sit down for a weekend and you write your entire novel. Like you're, you're with other writers and you just write and write and write and write and you get it done. And by the end you have a first draft of, of your novel. Um, and like, like that's crazy. Like, like what a massive jump, you know, if you, if you're someone who's been like struggling to just put something on paper for two years, um, yeah, there's something something to be said for just doing it, right? Even if it's not the best thing ever, even if it doesn't turn out as well as you'd hoped, it, it can be a great starting point. And yeah, so I think it's I think that's amazing. It's also great to see um, when an idea has legs and not, right? Because you might have this idea for a movie that's that you think is just the best idea ever, and then yeah. you know you start with a little skit of it, and then realize that that's kind of all there is to say right. Right. about yeah. that idea, yeah. right? It's like, oh, okay, I've kind of gotten that out of my system now. Yeah, for I sure. Need, I, there's really not a feature version of this or whatever it might be. And there's lots of stuff we've revisited. Like, right. Well, that's just it too, right? There's, yeah. Yeah. We'll do something and then there's something really good works out of it. Okay. Let's do the classic, this thing. Cause that, right. And, and then it just, we keep 
yeah, bring this character back, and, or, or yeah, you can yeah. kind of yeah, you kind of focus test ideas and characters, mm-hmm. and, and, and even shots, yeah, and, exactly, and right. jokes and gags, and cool. yeah, just reuse and prove. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, the, and the other thing that's cool about it, I and mean, you hear this from like writers on actual late shows, are like they'll come up with an idea that morning, and it'll be airing for a million people, two million. I don't know how many people watch those shows these days but like that night right like it's yeah. it's, it's an amazing turnaround it's a very different world um and you're definitely playing in it and that's very cool um so what about uh I, I mentioned you as a writer but not just as a sketch writer uh because i know jason long has was an instructor of yours right and so so what about you as like a screenwriter kind of long form or or you yeah. mentioned ham hands ham earlier hands. <laughs> so i've been obsessed with ham hands for probably two years what is ham hands it's about a guy who has regenerating ham for hands. Which I, which is kind of what I thought Oakja was. Oakja. Did you see Oakja? No. That big, big oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what it was going to be about, like a pig that like regenerated ham, but it's not at all. So right. you're just, you're still in the clear. So his hands <laughs> his hands are Our ham. Like ham yeah. rumps kind of thing? Like the, yeah. Right. And they regenerate as in like like chop them off and eat them? And yeah, then chop them, new... slice it, and it's oh. cooked. Oh, cooked ham. <laughs> yeah. Cured meat. Yeah, yeah, you can eat. You can eat right off of it, oh, all and right, it just right. regrows. Huh. Um, and it's a little. It is a bit painful, though. Oh, okay. So he goes through all the different um, trials of it. Well, first he, he the just, different trials of having hand hands. Yeah, <laughs> like the the classic ones that we all know. Of. Fear yeah. and anger. <laughs> the stages of ham hands. <laughs> Deliciousness. <Yeah. laughs> and final There's... one is acceptance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's so ridiculous. So keep going though. What 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 what? Because <laughs> my natural thought is, and I'm sure you're going there, is is uh, cure world hunger, like solve world hunger. Yeah. But if it's painful for him, well, so he he just he wants uh, to change the world at first. Right. So he tries all these different things. So he um, wants to go save the dolphins in Japan. Okay. Did you ever but, see um? Yeah. The cove? Hayden. Hayden. What's her face? The. Yeah. 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 Exactly. From, yes, I saw the cove as well. Yeah. yeah. So she's he, kind of in it, actually. I think. Right. Yeah. So he goes down and he's trying to scare the the dolphins away, like, get out of here. But then they smell the ham and they all come up. And then even Wait, more of them come. he's just like unrelated to the ham hands. He's just it's like, I'm nothing. a dolphin activist. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's yeah. good. But then the, then the fishermen are like, hey, come work for us. You attract them. He's right, like, right. okay, shoot. And then he goes down and he tries to like help Africa with all their health problems and stuff. But he, he to be a doctor is he like can't. 700 he's got grand. Hands, right? Yeah, exactly. How are you going to operate went with, the first eight... with ham? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he has a cat sidekick. Of course. Uh, oh, named okay. Hygienic, and okay. it, sm- it smells like garlic. Okay. Just, <laughs> just side note. Right. That's good to know. That's important. Yeah. Is that good with ham? Is it? Well, he, he's like really cleanly, so he makes sure it's all. Oh, okay. That's yeah. kind of his thing. Nice. Um, and they're kind Keeps of both the rejects. Does he so... have an opposable thumb? <laughs> like, how does he hold things? Ham? <laughs> oh, he like, he'll, um he, he gets it, sticks it into, the, like, say he needs to hold a fork. Yeah. He'll... Oh, okay. Right into the ham. Yeah, the ham. And it right. goes in and then he has, oh, and then he's got and a fork. He a fork. Right. <laughs> so presumably he could grab a bunch of like uh, salad spoons or something and get fin- create fingers out of it. And- yeah. Okay. All right. Salad I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So we go. He tries to do all these things and then he's kind of defeated and a homeless guy comes up and asks for some change for food and he oh here just eat off my hand. Right. Hey, let's go to a soup kitchen. And then it's like, Hey, well, this isn't enough people. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's do, um, like a factctory and I'll just get my hands cut and right, we'll right. send it off. But then it's painful. Oh, regenerates so quickly. 
Yeah. Yeah. That, oh. That's that, that's where I was going too. So like when you cut like a slice, Wolverine quickly. Is it yeah. back right. right away? Like yeah. It's okay. True. All right. All right, cool. right. Okay. Yeah. But then it's just such a horrible quality of life. He's just standing right, there sitting in there. pain. Right. Right. And then he finds a scientist. Is to... it kosher ham? <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Technically, because right. he's not no an pigs animal. Were yeah. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. It's vegetarian ham too. No, wait. Right. I don't know what this. That's it's yeah, that's... but it's it, it's a moral thing throughout <laughs> right, it though right, too. Right. Like that's that is would a I subtext. Eat that ham? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I don't know if I would. <laughs> totally. I might. Mm-hmm. It did it's come from a living food, thing, but right. But the, it's not human meat. And it's yeah, not, this is no an one, interesting not, topic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Yeah, there's lots of um there's lot you know, it's a, it's a sophisticated premise. You know, More so than you might think. It truly is. Yeah. It sounds so ridiculous. And then there's like dark undertones and yeah, yeah. Moral stuff. And, right, right, right. And Trump is actually the villain in it. Oh, oh sweet. Okay. And I wrote Unlike it before he was elected. Oh, wow. Right. Which is, huh. Yeah. Oh, it's written. It's done. This isn't just like a. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> is this a feature? Yeah. Wow. Why isn't it getting made already? I, I, it's it's up here. Right. It's coming. Mm, it's the okay. goal. All right. Cool. That's what it's all for. How do, you do the, how do you do the effect? Like, how do you. What's well, the... I did. I did a short alternative opening. For it okay. with Alan Saber. Okay. And um we did some green screen stuff. Cool. Chris Friesen helped out with it and it was um just hit it transforming into it. Okay. So it's it's oh he wasn't born with him. Well he is, oh, okay. but it was an alternate right, sure. uh, okay. intro. Right, right, right. It was just a little right. quick thing. Just All to, right. Just to see. Yeah. Proof of concept. We had an Alexa, so we were right. like, let's right. do let's it. Make hands, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love this idea so much. Yeah. I'm I'm obsessed. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. I'm jealous that yeah. I didn't think of it. I broke up with someone over it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't like they didn't ham like hands. It? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Enough with the ham hands. <laughs> this isn't oh, gonna okay. work. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. That's hilarious. So yeah. right. Okay, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. If I can't talk about ham hands, <laughs> yeah. uh, you just don't understand me. Yeah. When I and when I get drunk enough. It'll be like, yeah, you were talking about ham hands last night. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. Blackout. Well, you know, it's you know, who I've 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 been seeing it in a few different places. It, it, you gotta love what you're what you're putting your time into, right? Like, I feel like there are there are TV writers right now who are just doing it because they're able to do it because there are 438 scripted shows in the world right now, right. and it's like, well, yeah, we should make a show if we can make a show, of course. But it's like, I don't know if you're actually putting so obviously you really are passionate about it so that's a good thing. yeah <laughs> yeah i love it yeah cool so uh where can people learn more about you where can people find out more about late night at the plaza um well my the biggest recommendation is to come obviously right right it's only 10 bucks and when is the next we sell booze okay right. boom that's easy easy yeah yeah uh, next show is uh february 21st okay and it's the nostalgia show right the 90s that's the yeah the 90s bit yeah, yeah. 80s 90s because that's that's our age like. right, right for sure uh so yeah this is monday the 19th so it's this wednesday yeah right that yeah this is airing and we're filming a bunch of stuff still too cool between right. now and then kind of, yeah. yeah cool uh and what about you where can people find out more about you social media mm, you know i'm really bad with social media oh, yeah? okay. i have about six pictures on my instagram okay. my name is charlton heston on there. right right, right. <laughs> so, oh you just started following us I did. yeah yeah, that's yeah right. that's oh me. i thought that was a real charlton heston. <laughs> he dead scott oh he did but his estate maybe cares <laughs> yeah that's true you're right you're right follow us. yeah yeah 
Oh, sorry. He's <laughs> laughing right at me. <laughs> Bad news. Bad I'm news sorry to disappoint. <laughs> he was going to be in Crimson Tears too. I was ready <laughs> to offer him. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, where where can people get tickets though? Like, what's the what's the? Uh, they're on Eventbrite. Okay. Or just at the door. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so nine o'clock Wednesday night, and then whenever you feel like doing it after that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> so great. it's like it is pretty much once a month. Okay. And we tried to schedule it like that, and right. then we have throw throw in shows of like film festival right um special episodes kind yeah of stand-up comedian competitions dance competitions Sweet. um we might dance do one competition yeah well <laughs> are you you want to i love i love <laughs> dance competitions i won't dance no oh, but you just I'll love watch. watching it yeah, yeah mm-hmm. me too i can't dance and i never will but i will make a dance move and it will be oh nice okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a, a music video that's um, dancers fighting. So it's like you know, a ballerina goes up and does a plie and knocks someone's yeah, head sweet. off. Mm-hmm. Like super beautiful right. and technical, ah, yeah, yeah, but yeah. violent right. and yeah. like wonderful. <laughs> and like you know, a break dancer doing the spin kicks, kicks right, someone's legs everyone, yeah, off. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I want to do Ninja it in the Trolls alley. did that with. In, in Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, oh, right? Shit. With Vanilla Ice. But it was like Ninja Turtles. They weren't dancing. They were like fighting, but like dancing to Vanilla Ice. You know, so. Oh, oh, dance okay, fighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Ice Baby when he's <laughs> They're like, they're dancing because they're Ninja Turtles. Oh, and, and like, he's performing. I yeah, remember that. Yeah, to- yeah, Toka yeah. and Razor actually, are there. Yeah, yeah. And they're like oh, nice. trying to, and then they're like, that's, anyway, no spoilers, yeah. but that's where Toka and Razor are. <laughs> go Ninja, go yeah, Ninja, anyway. go. <laughs> if you haven't seen Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. It's a masterpiece. Absolutely. It's the best one. Well, then they go to, to feudal Japan, don't they? Yeah, that's number three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. Oh, shit. Turtle. No, Turtles in Time is the game. Oh. <gasps> What's Ninja Turtles 3 called? Help, if you're listening. I don't remember. Tell us immediately Tell in us. this non-interactive podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So uh, people should go. Is there a website? Is there anything else that we need to plug? Um, well, our website is just uh, latenightyyc.com. Cool. And it's it's updated for us, which is really nice. Oh, cool. It's kind of self-sustaining. It will just take our Facebook stuff, put it on. Oh, okay. And oh, my great. calendar's linked up to it, so I'll put it in. Perfect. So I'll put in the guest on my calendar, and it goes we'll go up. Go on to latenightyyc.com. Except my, I sometimes accidentally put my stuff on there, so it'll be like, <laughs> doctor's appointment. Right. Well, oh, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. Uh, this is this so, it's so great. It's so it's, fun. It's, yeah. yeah. It. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having Appreciate me. It. That was awesome. Yay! All right. <laughs> Thanks, Carly. That was great. Yeah, that was great. She's she's got. It's great to talk about them after they leave. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then we can actually say what we really think. Right. Um, she's just got such a um, an infectious enthusiasm for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. For right? sure. Like I was ready to pick up a camera and go make ham hands. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ham hands. We talked about it a lot I after we to stopped yeah, yeah. too, and yeah. like, um, yeah, she's really cool. She's just, you know, we, we get a lot of state students reaching out to us at this time of year, and, and MRU students and UFC students who just who, who are coming at the end of their kind of educational career and they're freaking out mm-hmm. and they're lost. Um, and I think she's a great example of how to kind of just get it started yourself. Absolutely. Right. You know, we talk a lot about how, um, you know, people will ask us for coffee, you know, as, as we said, and, and, and they'll have an idea, you know, I don't know who, I don't even know who this person was, so I'm going to use them without using their name as an example. Fella comes to us. He's got money. He says he's, he, he wants to make a future film. He's got the money lined up. Sweet. He's got, you know, he's got everything he needs and we're like, sounds great, man. Give us a script. And he's like, how do, how do I get started? Well, we got to get a budget and a, and a schedule together, and we can't do that without a script. So get a script. And he's like, no problem. Script's no problem. We'll have you script, script no problem. 
And we get a call a week later. So, guy, how do we get started? Well, as we said, we yeah. we do need that script, and and it's like, okay, cool, cool. yeah, go, yeah, yeah get yeah. you the script, and then we never hear from this person again. And that's that's a common story. And there's the other side of the story where people are are like, oh, I need to do some work. I'm going to do that work. And Carly's one of those people who's like, I'm just going to do the work. And so, yeah, I think it's I think it's good advice and inspiring for all of us that that she's like, I'm just going to make it happen. I'm just going to do it. And she found a little niche, and there's not there's no reason why everybody can't find a niche like that and make a bunch of content uh, if they want to. Yeah, absolutely. So um, thanks again, Carly. Yeah, that was really a really refreshing conversation. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's get into the news you can use, uh, sponsored as always by Bleeding Art Industries. Uh, and their hot tip of the week is about heroes, the prop kind. A hero prop is the best looking, most detailed prop fabricated for the shoot. Two or the three, two or three of the same prop are often fabricated. The best one being the hero, and the others are backups. The hero prop must look totally real for close-up shots, so attention to detail is critical. Guns or other weapons need reproductions because of the weight of the real thing. Often cast out of rubber with a foam core, a hero weapon is easier and safer for the actors to use, especially for multiple takes. I'm thinking about Thor's hammer right now. Mm, yeah. It's been pretty light, right? but it looks heavy. Oh, yeah. uh, a perfect example is the axe Leonardo DiCaprio used in The Revenant, uh, which was created by Bleeding Art. What? Um, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they're the best. Uh, and the prop was so realistic that you couldn't tell that it was real until you picked it up. Wow. Like, that's how... That's how awesome it's got to be. You couldn't right? tell so, that it wasn't real. That it wasn't it, real. Right, Sorry, right. yeah, you couldn't tell yeah. it wasn't a real axe until you yeah, actually yeah, picked yeah. it up. Cool. Um, yeah, because they got to be whipping it around. And yeah, all that that's stuff, amazing. Right? And if they actually hit someone with it, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can see more hot tips at www.bleedingartindustries.com. So every year at the Calgary Expo, Scott, there is a, uh, a screening room. Right. And this year, they are reaching out to uh, the local community and, and to you know probably anybody really who who would like to. Uh, screen something in the expo screening room uh, during the expo weekend. That's amazing. Yeah, so very cool. They don't so have to do that. They don't make any all. money yeah, off of that. Of course, yeah. Uh, so if you've got a short film, feature film, web series, or really anything that you think would appeal to the audience, uh, you can reach out to uh, calgaryexpo.com slash programming and uh, submit to have your uh, your film part of the uh, the event. We screened you jelly there, didn't we? I th- yeah, we definitely did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and there have been a few things. Uh, they always, you know, they always do it. It looks like it's in a bigger venue this year. Yeah, I looks, think. Yeah. Um, no Maybe. offense yeah. to the expo. We love the expo, but occasionally the tech side of it isn't always great because you know there aren't really any, any movie theaters. They're all you know these are this is conference. Yeah, these rooms, are conference so, rooms. Yeah. So it's hard to do right, but I think they may be moving it to a better venue now. Cool. Right on. Yeah. Um, Women's Day Expo submissions are now open. So Women in Film and Television Alberta is offering WIFTA members the opportunity to showcase their short productions that is under five minutes as part of the second annual WIFTA's International Women's Day Film Expo. Uh, You can submit through email by February 28th um, to charlene at groovesoldier.com. That email address is in the show notes. Uh, And you can uh, the free event taking place on March 9th and 10th at Nate's Shaw Theatre in Edmonton will include a keynote by NFB producer Bonnie Thompson. Uh, you can find out more at wifta.ca uh, and just kind of follow the links to the uh, International Women's Day Film Expo. Cool. Yeah. Uh, many of you probably applied uh, to the February 1st AFA uh, deadline, um, but there's another deadline for a different piece of funding available, uh, and that is the AFA Film and Video Arts Scholarship. It's due March 1st, um, and it's 
awesome. Like this is five thousand uh, dollars awarded to a young uh, Albertan filmmaker, and I looked into this more deeply actually because I'm I'm talking with a young filmmaker and I'm trying to suggest some things to him. And uh, you 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 need to be twenty five or younger, and you need to be uh, impl- not employed, uh, scheduled to uh, attend or already attending uh, some sort of film and video. Um, Program educational or, program right, yeah. of some sort but damn five thousand dollars is a, that's a that, that's a nice it goes a long way yeah, for yeah. sure uh i believe sate's a uh, full term at sate for example is less than five thousand dollars so that's a pretty uh pretty cool thing and uh, you know there probably aren't all that many people applying for it so uh your competition probably isn't massive so definitely check it out you can go to a aff ta.ab.ca uh, or just google afa uh, and check out the funding there uh, somebody who's trying to put a film crew together for uh, an interview with a First Nations elder um, by museum curator at the Glenmore Museum. Um, so it's coming up uh, two days in February or March, um, and uh, she's looking for volunteers to come help out. Uh, so this is a great way to kind of get your foot in the door, um, get on a set, uh, and and you know maybe kind of take a role that uh, you haven't taken before. So so she is looking for a first AD, a DP, an editor, a sound or music person gaffer and key grip um so yeah it's kind of a great way to to get that kind of credit on your resume uh, and try your hand at it um so you can find out the link to the show notes that's a it's volunteer call through the csif um and uh yeah if you if you're interested go go sign up and if you've got a, a project that you need crew for let us know we'd love to help spread the word on that for sure uh you know every year the calgary international film festival puts on a very cool fundraiser uh, which is kind of a fancy dress-up night where you go and watch the Oscars, um, kind of like you're at the Oscars. Um, so it's happening at the Palace Theater, and uh, everybody dresses up. It's a fancy affair. There's booze, and uh, tickets are $85, and it goes to support the, the, the film festival. And you kind of watch the uh, Oscars on a big screen, but it's also a hosted event. I know our friend uh, Mike Morrison has hosted in the past. Um, and, and so in the commercial breaks, there's giveaways and fun things. And so it, it looks like a blast. And of course our sponsor IATSE is part of the fun as well. So definitely check them out. Calgaryfilm.com. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you've heard of the hundred dollar film festival, uh, I want you to scrub that name from your brain because it's not called that anymore. That's right. Um, it has been for 25 years, but now the Calgary Society of Independent Filmmakers is changing the name of their annual Celluloid Film Festival to the Artifact Small Format Film Festival. And it's shaping up really cool. I it think. really is, yeah. So this would be the 26th annual film festival. It's called the 26th Artifact Small Format Film Festival. Um, and it's uh, Calgary's, and I think maybe Canada's only celluloid-based film festival. Might be, I, I, yeah. I have to I think do my so. research on that. Um so, uh, yeah, they showcase uh, films shot on Super 8 or, or 16 mil. Um, and it is expanded to include the popular film Music Explosion, commission projects, and various partnerships. Um, it's one of the only hand, handful of festivals worldwide that exhibit exclusively on small format celluloid. Uh, and that is happening this year on March 8th to 10th at Theater Junction. Um, and you can find out more at artifactfilmfestival.com. Very cool. Yeah. So let's head on over to screenings, upcoming screenings. Uh, last uh, last week we were talking quite a bit about the Fava's Video Kitchen and main course uh, courses. Uh, well, uh, on February 25th at 4.30 p.m. at the Metro Cinema, uh, Fava is doing the Video Kitchen screening. So these are all the, uh, the uh, films that were made as part of the Video Kitchen, the most recent class over at Fava. Um, and the Metro, of course, is such a beautiful theater. What a great place to watch uh, some really cool films made by some new filmmakers um, from 
Favas. So uh, entrance is by donation. So you can check out fava.ca for more information on that. There's a new uh, documentary series, um, eight episodes, half an hour long, produced by Anaid Productions uh, out of Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton or Calgary? Yeah, Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton, yeah. yeah. Um, and the series is called Mind Set Go, and it's going to be airing on AMI-TV on March 8th. Um, and they, they worked in association with Accessible Media Inc. and the Canadian Paralympics Committee, and it follows eight Canadians as they tackle their obesity, receiving support from Canadian Paralympians. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so it's going to start on Thursday, uh, March 8th at 8.30 p.m., after which it will be made available for streaming. What network is it on? Uh, AMI-TV. AMI-TV, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, so there's a link to uh, more info about that in the show notes. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard about that. Uh, workshops and classes coming up. Uh, the first one uh, coming up real soon here on the 21st of February is the Set Etiquette and Protocol course. We talk about this all the time. You need this course to get into the unions uh, and... We talk about Gail Kennedy all the time lately too. She's gotten she's gotten very uh, busy with you know doing workshops and things, which yeah, is very cool. She's yeah. an Emmy winner. Uh, what a great person to learn from! And uh, if you'd like to attend, uh, you can do so uh, for forty dollars, uh, even if you're not a member or, or a permittee. So you can check out the show notes for more, more information on that. Again, these classes don't come up all the time, so you should take this opportunity if you're looking to get into the unions. This Saturday um, is the post-production budgeting workshop. So APA, Ampia, and Herland are pleased to announce their first ever joint event. Ooh. Uh, Deb Osborne will be running this full-day workshop um, on how to budget for post-production. Lovely. Which is uh, a huge black hole, even in my knowledge, and I've been through the whole <laughs> process a couple of times. So, um, yeah, it's it's not an easy thing to, to do right. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to this. I'm very excited about it. Uh, and you can find out more in the show notes. This might be one to just Google because uh, it is on Eventbrite and it's a bit of a mouthful URL. I'm not What's the title again? Uh, it's called Post-Production Budgeting Workshop. Workshop. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so definitely check it out. And uh, if you're coming, I will see you there. Awesome. Uh, we're just talking about Fava's main course and video kitchen workshops. The, the main course workshop is coming up uh, on February 24th. It's a 12-week course. Um, and you're going to kind of get, you know, full support and an instruction all the way through the creation of whatever kind of film you might like to create. Um, and you can even shoot it on film film or on their, uh, red Epic, which is very cool. That's well. cool. Only, uh, $945, which is pretty darn cheap considering you get a finished feature or, or sorry, finished short film when you're, uh, when you're done with the course. Yeah. Very cool. I love those programs. Uh, Media Lab YYC is hosting a lighting workshop. Understand how to make your video or film look great. It's hosted by Scott Lutley, who has worked in the lighting department for the series Tin Star and the film Diablo, uh, among many others. And he will help you uh, learn how to best light your scenes, whether you're a filmmaker or a vlogger. Um, it'll be hosted at Media Lab. And you can find out more at medialabyyc.com. Uh, awesome. Um, shooting with the Scarlet workshop coming up from the CSIF. Uh, we've talked about this many times and it comes up uh, regularly, but if you want to rent this camera, the Red Scarlet of the CSIF, uh, you do need to take this course. So uh, you can register uh, through Eventbrite um, and the deadline to register is actually Tuesday, February 20th. Um, so it's taught by Aaron Bernakovich, who is one of the, the great uh, Red users in Calgary. And uh, it's happening on Sunday, February 25th uh, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, 120 for FAVA members and 160 for non-members. On Monday, February 26th, ACTRA is hosting a sexual harassment training, uh, sorry, sexual harassment awareness training uh, workshop, which is the opposite of the other one. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> important distinction. Yeah, that's important to, to realize. Um, so they're, they're working with the Sexual Assault Center of Edmonton uh, to provide training for our members and help raise awareness and stop harassment on sets. Um, it is happening at the Varscona Hotel on White, Monday, February 26th from 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. It is free for actor members only. 
uh, and you'll um, cover the topics of sexual harassment, sexual assault, consent, and the pyramid of sexual violence and how different forms of sexual violence are connected, uh, intervention and bystander training, and responding to disclosure. So you can find out more at actraalberta.com. And again, with the uh, uh, Fava Video Kitchen uh, main course is the one I mentioned previously. Uh, Video Kitchen is the introductory version. So if you're if you're a brand new filmmaker, this is the course for you. It's even a little bit cheaper, um, and you also kind of go through the entire process of creating a film, uh, from storyboarding to lighting to editing. Um, you're going to learn it all. So uh, starting on March first for twelve weeks, uh, and this one is only eight hundred and forty five dollars plus GST. Sweet, yeah. Uh, okay, what's shooting? Apart from, I think, moving forward, we can always assume that Carly McTavish is shooting something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but right now, what's going on? Uh, we've got, of course, True Fiction shooting right now. Um, seeing lots of cool social media stuff uh, off of that set, which looks like fun. Yeah, for sure. And uh, our friend Randy Brzezowski, who we had on the show just, just before he went into production, is shooting in Edmonton his Necessary Evil uh, Story 500K project. Uh, Winona Earp, of course, continues uh, Season 3, and Tin Star is in production on Season 2 here in Calgary. Starting a little busier. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. What do you recommend for this episode? Uh, okay. So I was, I was struggling with this and it's going to sound kind of dumb, but uh, I, I don't like, you know, I, I like social media. I put, you know, I put stuff out there and we make this podcast, which is great. Um, but to be honest, we don't get a ton of feedback on the podcast. Occasionally we'll see, we'll run into somebody who's like, oh, I listen and that's, that's great. But there's not a lot of like interaction necessarily. And that's, that's okay. It's, you know, it's not really, I don't know if a podcast is inherently, uh, a interactive, kind of yeah, feedback, which yeah. is so that's fine. Um, but uh, Instagram uh, has been my friend, and of course, Nicaragua is a nice place to take pictures uh, and post on Instagram. So I, I I've done a couple of these posts um, and like just gotten a ton of really great feedback. People saying really nice things, and it's all the iPhone seven and uh, and filters on right, Instagram. It's not really <laughs> any of my skill. Hashtag sub filter. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. uh, Lo-fi. I'm enjoying right now. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to recommend is is the, is putting something out there and. You know, we talked about it a little bit in the conversation with Carly um, that, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people sit with an idea or, or a plan or a thought and, and then six years go by and they haven't really done anything right. about it. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I just found, I just found it, you know, it's fulfilling to do this podcast and it's been interesting, even just a couple of photos that I put a little extra time into right. than, than your average post. Um it's it's really cool to get that feedback. It's a little bit of a shot in the arm, just yeah. to put something out there and yeah, get, so get the response. You're absolutely right because we don't really. I mean, we make we're we're always making videos. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's how we make money, right? Yeah. But but they're never ours and they're right. never really for us, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the podcast has been a nice way to put out our own content. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're trying to get more into that kind of stuff, obviously. And it keeps but, us in the creating mode, yeah. which is good. Yeah, and, and on a schedule, like yeah, you know, yeah. it's like once a week. So this is true. That's a great tip. Yeah, yeah, cool. Create. Nice. And speaking of podcasts. Uh, my recommendation this week is the BLMRS podcast uh, yes. by our uh, dear friend Olaf Blameris. Uh, and he was he did had a two-parter episode he did have a two-parter in season episode. one of the you show. You must listen to it. Yes. Um, yeah, he talks about visual effects. Um, and, and he, you know, he was so great that he, you know, went to start his own podcast, which yeah, uh, yeah. is fantastic. So it's, it it's, is. um, it's conversations in film and visual effects. They do a whole episode where they talk about Star Wars for, uh, for two hours, The Last Jedi specifically, because he, uh, had a pretty negative reaction he to did. it. He did, yeah. yeah but yeah. but he's, he, you know, he's a filmmaker who understands um, storytelling and he understands craft. Uh, and so to hear, you know, I, I loved The Last Jedi, but he did not. And just to mm-hmm. have a conversation with him um, to, and to hear him talk about reasons why he didn't like it. Right, they're, right. they're, you know, 
he speaks very well about why it wasn't sure, working, sure. right? And yeah. he, you know, he knows the reasons that it that he thinks that it failed. It's right. not just like, oh, I didn't like it, and I didn't like, you know, no spoilers. What happened there? Right, right. He actually understands why uh, he thinks that it failed. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a different. I mean, that's a polarizing subject, and there are there are people who don't like that movie for reasons that don't make any sense, and right. then there are people who don't make like that movie for technical and right, filmmaking exactly. reasons, yeah. and that's totally legit. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so he's just released his fifth episode, which is the the story of Hello World. Um, oh, cool! This is the 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 first ever story I have around. He made this. Uh, yeah, that's right. Short film where he he had the CGI android in it. Amazing. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend you check that out and give that a listen as well. Add it to your uh, subscriptions. So that's www.blmrs.org. Well, we want to thank Briar as always. She helps put these, she does put all of these details together when it comes to the grant deadlines and workshops and gets all of that information together, which is such an important part of the show. Also, Chad Blaine, who makes our music um, this season. It's been awesome. And Britt gave us a whole new, Britt Clark, uh, my girlfriend, oh. uh, <laughs> gave us a whole new kind of facelift with our art and our uh, social, uh, what's the word, uh, graphic design yeah, yeah. world. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of proud. We're, we're, we're a few episodes into the, the season two now and it feels like a new show, uh, this season. So, uh, thanks to all of those people for yeah, making absolutely. it something, Roman, yeah. something new and different. And Seth Williams for editing. Now. Seth, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 We've got Hi, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, it's called the Alberta Filmmakers Podcast. Uh, we're not actually talking about ourselves in the title. We're talking about, um, anyone listening. Um, you right. don't have to be, you know, we, th- we, see, we hear filmmaker, we think director, we think producer or writer, but, um, you know, if you're if you work in you know a legal department and, and you do entertainment law, you're a filmmaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you work as a production accountant, you are a filmmaker because Absolutely. films don't get made without uh, any of these people. So it's a podcast that's about you uh, and it's for you. And if you have anything going on, this is uh, becoming a way to actually share that with the community. So uh, let us know. Just just send us a quick email and say, hey guys, just wanted you to know that this is happening, or I'm looking for crew or help. Can you you know? Spread the word on this, and uh, we will be happy to do so. How can they contact us, Matt? Uh, the best way is email. It's hello at abfilmcast.ca, but you can also find us on pretty much all the social media platforms uh, as abfilmcast. And, of course, please do subscribe on iTunes and give us those five-star ratings if you can. That does help uh, other people find the podcast. And now here is the most polished uh, part of the show, which yes. is the sponsor message from <laughs> the Apple. The properly post-production. Yeah, it, looks, it sounds just beautiful, yes. uh, like smooth butter. Um, but once you're finished listening to that... Go make some. The Alberta Filmmakers Podcast is proudly sponsored by APA, the Alberta Post-Production Association. APA represents technical and creative professionals working behind the scenes in editing, sound, and visual effects. Our members live here in Alberta and support producers with expertise in picture editing, color grading, graphic design, compositing, audio post, music scoring, and so much more. For more information about post-production, visit APA online at albertapost.org.